us today on episode number 230 of the Real Life Runners podcast. Today we have part three of our live training event that we've been doing over the past two weeks. This was so much fun. So in this audio, you are going to hear not only the three essential ingredients that you need, which you found out in day two, but the four-step process that you need in order to train your mind, body, and skills for success. There's a very specific way that you need to train these by getting control of your mind, by building a strong running foundation, doing the things that you need to do in order before you just jump into trying to run faster, trying to increase your mileage. So many runners get it wrong here, okay? They try to build their mileage, or start to throw in speed work when their body isn't ready for it. So today we're going to show you that four-step process and exactly what you need to do in order so that you can start to run faster and longer without injury. This has been so much fun. Again, if you want to see these video recordings, you could head over to the website, realliferunners.com forward slash live. Just put in your email address and you will get immediate access to that replay page. We have a workbook there to help you take these lessons and actually figure out how it works in your life because that's what this is about, right? You can listen to these things all day long, but if you don't start implementing in your own life and figuring out how this works for you, how you can change your running in these ways that we suggest that we're going to teach you, nothing's going to change, right? And if you want to improve, there things need to change, okay? Nothing's going to improve. Nothing's going to change unless you change things. And that's one of the favorite sayings that I came up with during this training is that if you want your life to change, you have to change your life. You have to start doing things differently. So here is the recording for day two. We hope you enjoy it. And we hope you've enjoyed this series. All right, everybody. Welcome to part three, day three of our live three-part training series. We are so happy that you guys are here, have made this commitment to yourself to help improve your running, because that's really what it's all about here, right? We're just here to kind of help guide you and teach you all the things that we have learned in our 15 years of coaching runners What works? What doesn't work? How can you avoid the common mistakes that so many runners make? How can you elevate and up, you know, up level your running so that you can achieve your goals? You can become a stronger, healthier version of yourself and really become the runner that you want to be. That's what we're here for today. Yeah. And the way they're doing it is showing up live. That's why the repeaters and the people that just keep coming back, that's the best. I know. You know, coming and interacting live, you're getting the best experience here. And it's great on everybody catching a replay off of this because you maybe you can't make the live thing. So you're doing, you're putting in the work here, but I love seeing people that come on, come on live. All right. So as you guys join us, please let us know in the chat, say hi, tell us where you're joining us from. Um, That is really one of our favorite parts of these live trainings is to just interact with all of you. Make sure that we answer your questions. That's why you're here joining us live, right? Like it's easy to watch recordings of things, but you are taking the time to be here live. So we want to make it worth your while. We want to make sure all of your questions are being answered. So if anything comes up for you during the course of this training, please just put it in the chat box. We're happy to answer it um, either right away or later. At some point, we will definitely answer all questions that we get today. So let's jump in. Okay. We are so glad to be back. Um, it's time for part three. All right. So congratulations on making it to day three of our live event. And the fact that you're here means that you're the type of person who is committed to improvement. 
you're willing to do the work to get there, right? That is so important. Right. And if you're like so many people that have made it through different challenges and different trainings that we've done, you make it to the final day and you're sort of like, well, now what comes next? What do I do after this training? And that's hopefully what we get you set up with from this training is where do we actually go with this? Right. So how you might be thinking to yourself, how can I continue to improve and know exactly what I need to do, right? What's next? How, what do I, how do I do all this, right? I learned a lot this week. This, this training has been great. I've already heard from so many of you um, talking about some of the amazing takeaways that you have already taken from this training, some of the shifts in your thinking, you know, understanding that you don't need motivation, that you don't have to feel guilty every time you go out for a run, or you don't have to feel guilty when you miss runs um, that are on your training plan. There's a better way, okay? So how do you now take how do I take what I've learned, right? And apply it to my running to experience more success, to be able to run faster, run longer without feeling exhausted, burnt out and injured. Right. And the key here is what you've learned in our last two trainings. You know that you need to train with a purpose and that that purpose is specific to you. And inside of that purpose is training all aspects of of your running self, your training, your mind, your running body, your running skills to train all of those. And that's what actually helps you achieve the goals that you're aiming for. Right. Because you're a runner because you want better health, right? Is, is that one of the reasons that you're a runner? Tell me a yes in the chat, right? I think that all, that's one thing that all of us share. You want better health. You want a stronger body. You want a longer and happier life. I think that we could all agree that those are all things that we want. And that's why training with a purpose is the best way. It's really the only way for you to achieve all of this, as well as your running goals to run faster and longer without injury. Because training with a purpose, well, actually what happens is training with a purpose looks different though, that this is where um, the nuance comes in, right? We can maybe all accept that we want to get stronger. We want to be healthier. We want to do all of those things, right? But what does it mean to train with a purpose? And here is where the nuance comes in, because training with a purpose looks a little different for different people, which is why you need to get clear on that, get clear on that purpose, what it is for you in your life so that you can create the lifestyle that works for you to help you achieve your goals and that works in the rest of your life. Right. Trying to force somebody else's purpose into your running and then design your lifestyle around their purpose ends up with a lifestyle that's their lifestyle and it doesn't feel right for you. And if the lifestyle you're living doesn't feel right, you're not actually going to use it and progress to where you want to go. You're just going to feel awkward and uncomfortable the whole time. It's the whole square peg round hole kind of thing. So in this final video today, we want to give you the big picture so that you can move forward with confidence and clarity around how to create a runner's lifestyle and how to train with a purpose that works for you. Okay. Because as you know, we're just going to keep honing in. I mean, how many times have we said this over the last couple of weeks? Like you guys are probably sick of hearing us say this, but training with a purpose is the key to your running success. Okay. So the good news is we've just scratched the surface this week. And now we're going to show you how to do all of this. Okay. How do I train with a purpose that is going to allow me to run faster and longer without injury and achieve success 
not only in your running, but in all areas of your health and your life. And as we covered in the, the last training, we've really narrowed it down to the three essential ingredients. You need to train your running mind, you need to train your running body, and you need to train your running skills. And you can't just ignore one of those. You need to actually have all of them. That's why the purpose is key, because the purpose is what keeps you driving in all three areas and not just focusing on one and ignoring the parts that feel a little uncomfortable to you. Exactly. So let's jump in. Okay. How do we do this? So there are actually four steps that you need to take in order to to get this transformation in your own life. And that's what we're going to show you today. Okay. So step number one, start thinking like a runner, or you're always going to feel guilty. Like what you're doing isn't enough and you won't actually own the progress that you're making. Yeah. Step two, build your strong running foundation. And so many people think the answer to this one is simply running more. And that is not the key to your running foundation. It is way broader than that. You need to actually build a a sizable base. Exactly. Step number three is to then elevate your running performance. Okay. After you build that strong foundation, then you elevate your running performance with next level techniques that will allow you to run even faster, even longer, continue to make progress and get even better. And then once you start seeing that progress, you take it to step four, which is strive for your full potential. That's when you start setting the big goals and seeing just what you actually are capable of. Right. And that's going to help push you to evolve, to become even stronger. So let's break this down step-by-step for you guys so that you guys understand this process. Okay. So one of the biggest mistakes that we see runners making is ignoring the mental aspect. So we're sure that you've probably heard this phrase before, right? Running is 90% mental, but how much time do we actually spend on training the mental side, right? This is so, so critical. Have you ever thought about training the mental aspect of running. This is the key because how you think determines how you feel and how you feel determines the actions that you take. You need to start to train that mental side to become aware of your thoughts and your beliefs and learn how to reprogram reprogram them in a way that actually serves you so that you can do the things that are going to give you the results, right? If you don't address your thoughts and beliefs about you, your health, your running, and improve the messages that you're telling yourself, you're not ever going to make the progress that you deserve. There's always going to be something holding you back. And that's why your running mind is the key to training with a purpose. That's the key to your success. It is the piece on which everything else is built and the most powerful tool that you have to improve. Now, if you think about building a house, right? You need a vision and you need a blueprint before you start if you want to be successful. And that's what we do in step one. That's what you need to do in step one is you need to start thinking like a runner. You start to need to start training the mental side. Right. I want to go back to something that you pointed out there. And we said it kind of quickly there is if running is 90% mental, how much time do you focus on the mental aspects? So many of us are busy making sure, oh, how many miles did I get in? How many, how much steps did I get? How much time did I spend running? Anywhere in that training log, do you have how much time did you spend focusing on your personal thoughts of I'm a runner and 
actually keying in on that difficult, uncomfortable conversation of the mental training side, not just out there and you're running, you're like, I kind of feel like going slower on my run. That's different than the mental training we're talking about. This is sitting down in the uncomfortable thought of I'm a runner and getting over trying to stick adjectives in there. Of I'm a slow runner. I'm a, I'm a run walker, different things that people put in there. Right. But it's even more than that, right? It's hopefully by the end of this training, you can accept I am a runner. I am a real life runner, right? That is one of our goals by the end of this training, that you can say that with confidence and actually believe it. But it's so much more than just that. It's just, it's your thoughts about what easy running is. If you have to earn certain things, if you have to prove yourself, and there's so many layers to the mental side of running. So this is what we're talking about here in step one. Okay, you have to think like a, a successful runner because by do like in order to do this, you, you have to understand again the power of your thoughts, that the power that your thoughts have over all of the results in your life. And then what you can do is you have to find those hidden thoughts that are driving your actions unconsciously. Once you start to bring those up and get, then that will allow you to get control over those thoughts. And then you can start to shift those thoughts to make true change in your running and your life. And this is more than just like mantras and positive affirmations. Positive affirmations don't work unless you have the feeling behind them, unless you actually take those thoughts and beliefs and feel them in your body. And that's something that you need to learn how to do if you want to start shifting your thoughts and your beliefs into thoughts and beliefs that are going to help you feel more like that runner, right? And help you start doing the actions that a a runner that has the results that you want, the actions that that person would do, right? You have to start with your thoughts first. So The other thing that you have to look at too is your goals because your goals have everything to do with how you think about things, right? When you start to think about your thoughts about your goals and set goals that will actually help you to improve and move forward, then that's when you you can start to really make huge gains in your running. Because a lot of times when we set goals, they can actually hold us back and we don't even realize it, right? Maybe the goal is too small. Maybe um, it's too big. Maybe it's somewhere in between. We're not sure, but the way that you think about it and the way that you structure and formulate your goals is very important to that will determine whether or not you will, you will be able to successfully um, achieve that thing. Right. This goes back to some of those hidden thoughts that you talked about of, yes, it's one thing to be able to say, I'm a runner or type in the chat box that I'm a runner, but actually going over that in your head and accepting that as a, as a true belief and having the feelings that are associated with it. When that thought goes from like a quick thought into really transforming how you feel and the actions that you then perform from it. It's not just a phrase that you say and ignore. That's great if you have like a sign up on the wall, but if you don't truly believe the inspirational message up on the wall, then it's not really going to drive any results for you. Right. And this is what we cover in phase one of our for our training method inside the Real Life Runners Training Academy. We, we help to teach you how to use your thoughts to create the results that you want in your life. Okay. Step number two is build a strong running foundation. So have you ever known someone who starts running and everything looks like it's going great until it's not Yes. right? They're making great progress running all the time until their body just starts to rebel. 
And then they start pushing harder and doing more to try to get better, but they end up just hurting more and not progressing. Yeah. We've seen this over and over again. There's a reason why 80 to 90% of runners end up injured at some point in time, because so often people think that the best way to keep getting better is to simply push harder. That building a running foundation involves running more miles, that more miles is the base of the foundation. And there's a lot more that goes into your foundation than simply mileage. Exactly. And so when you, you have to build that strong running foundation before you start to increase speed or mileage, people want to just jump into um, running more miles and trying to run faster without speed seems like it's fun without building that foundation. Right. And so, but the foundation, these are the essentials that you need to master no matter where you are on your running journey. And I think that this is where a lot of runners get confused because they're like, well, but I've been running for 10 years. Of course I have a strong running foundation, but that may or may not be true. And we're going to give you all the pieces of the running foundation next. So don't worry. We're going to let you know all these things. But if, if, you are missing some of these pieces, right? You won't be able to run as fast or as long as you want to, right? You'll always be stuck in that on again, off again cycle of injury or motivation or whatever it is that's holding you back from getting those results. Like, why don't you have those results already, right? If you have a strong running foundation, why don't you have those results yet? And that's what we're going to show you here today. Right. So go to back into that, the building a house analogy, you need to have the blueprint. You can't just start throwing walls up and hope that a house is going to magically appear, but you need the foundation also, because you, again, can't just put walls up without anything underneath them to support. This is when people, they find a workout online. They're like, oh, that looks like a great speed workout. That looks like something that I should be doing. And they just keep trying to put walls up, but they all just keep falling down because there's never the solid foundation underneath them. Right. So if you're a homeowner or if you've ever been a homeowner, you know that like, problem with the foundation is like a hard no. If you're like in the market for buying a house, right? If there's a problem with the foundation, you're like, nope, not that one. And those are definitely words that you never want to hear about the current house that you're living in, right? That there's a problem with the foundation and your running body is the same way. You need to have a strong foundation so that you will be able to handle all of the demands that your training and your life place on you. And if not, you'll end up injured, which is where so many runners find themselves. All right. So what is it that actually goes into the strong running foundation? Well, there's a lot. Okay. There's strength training is one aspect of it that goes beyond your actual mileage strength training and not just laying on the floor and knocking out some crunches, but knocking out strength training that is critical to the running, the muscles that you use as a runner. Mm -hmm. How many of you do strength training right now? Give me a me in the chat box. If you are currently doing strength training. And question number two, are you sure that the strength training that you're doing is correct? Because I think that's another piece here, right? A lot of runners are just like doing some, um, like what Kevin was just saying, some crunches, right? Or some burpees or some push-ups or those kinds of things that may or may not be good enough. Like, and I don't want to say good enough because like you're good enough, right? Of course you are, you're hundred percent worthy, but the strength training that you're doing might not be what you need to be doing if you want to support your body as a runner. Because as a runner, you need to strengthen certain muscles in certain ways, functionally, right? To support your body as a runner. I'm a physical therapist. Those of you that maybe um, are new today, I'm a doctor of physical therapy. I've been practicing PT for 15 years now. So I get it. Like I know the body so well. I know exactly what muscles need to be strong, need to be activated when we're doing certain activities. 
in order for us to have the best results, okay, in order for us to run with good form so that we don't get injured, so that our body can absorb all of the forces of running and propel us forward in a stronger, faster way without us getting tired so quickly. Right. And so missing out on some of these strength training foundation pieces really sets you up for injury as soon as you try and go for speed or injury as soon as you try and crank up the mileage. If you've ever found yourself in that position of, well, I can run three to four miles, but as soon as I try and up it to five to six, my knee aches, my back aches, my hip is hurting. I always get hurt at this point. It's possible that you're missing a strength foundation piece, Mm -hmm. but that's not the only part of the foundation. Right. The next part that we want to think about is mobility, flexibility, and stretching. Okay. So basically has anybody heard, and I want you to type in the box, type in stretching. If you've ever heard this before. Okay. Have you ever heard that the reason that you're injured is because you don't stretch enough? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I just need to stretch more, or I really should stretch more. That's why my body is in pain. Give me the word stretch. If you guys have ever had some sort of thought about stretching in that way, right? So the truth is you may or may not even need to stretch. Okay. You definitely need mobility. Mobility is a simply a term for the way that your body moves because your joints and your tissues have to move and glide fluidly as you run. And stretching alone is not the answer, okay? You need to move better so that you can run better. And this is a whole different topic than just, you know, reaching down and touching your toes for 10 seconds or 30 seconds or a minute, whatever it is, right? And because you feel tight does not mean that you need to stretch. This is another myth that we love to break down inside our runners, um, inside our training academy. We have a whole lesson about, you know, mobility and flexibility and stretching and all the things you might not need to stretch, but you might feel tight. So when we feel tight as runners, we think we need to stretch in order to improve that. But actually tightness, that sensation of tightness, a lot of times is pointing to a weak area. So a lot of times tightness actually is weakness. Okay. And once you strengthen those muscles, that sensation of tightness will go away. Right. I was not a huge fan of flexibility. And I had a coach that said, when you get different aches and pains, stretch that area. And so I would stretch that area. And Angie taught me that I did not necessarily need to stretch that area. And then she taught me a whole lot of other things, but I stopped there and I just stopped doing any stretching. Mobility is also important, making sure that your joints are actually gliding past themselves in the correct direction. Because while flexibility may not be the answer, mobility is always necessary for everybody Mm -hmm. of making sure that your body is moving in a smooth, fluid manner. Exactly. So there are tests that you can do to assess whether or not you actually need to stretch. And quite frankly, if you have enough flexibility, enough motion for the activity that you want to perform, you don't need to spend time stretching, right? So Since time is like the number one issue that most people complain about not having enough of it, wouldn't you rather spend your time doing things that are actually effective, that are actually going to move you forward, not just things that you think that you should do or that you heard you should do, right? And stretching is definitely one of those things. All right, back to our running foundation, okay? Um, Another thing you need to address to help build a strong running foundation is your nutrition, okay? You need to fuel and hydrate like the athlete that you are. Okay. As a runner, you are an athlete. And so many people, there are all these like cute little adages out there. I know I'm, I've totally said these before, like I run for the wine or I run for the cookies, right? You see the t-shirt. I run for donuts. Like they're cute. And 
there's nothing wrong with wine, cookies, or donuts. That's not what I'm saying. So please don't hear that. I indulge in all of all of those things. Okay. If I let you have if the I, donuts, well, sometimes if, I eat them first. Oh, if you if you don't <laughs> eat them first, I think that there's there's a balance, right? But it's about making those conscious choices to fuel your body, saying, "Is this what I want to fuel myself with?" Not should I? Not did I earn it? You know, it's not about earning your food. It's not about burning the calories mm-hmm. through running. It's about how can I make my body feel the best? Like that's what we want to learn is that's how we want to think about our nutrition. How can I fuel my body for what I want to do? If I want to go out and run 10 miles on Saturday, how do I need to fuel my body to set me up for success for that, right? Maybe that means not going to happy hour on Friday and or having one glass instead of three glasses at happy hour on Friday, right? So that you can fuel for the activities so that you can feel better doing the things that you love to do, which is running. Right. And that goes back to that mental aspect that then falls right into the foundation of you want to make sure that you can do the running that you want, that you can go out there and do that. But in order to go out and knock out your 10 mile long run, you have to have the appropriate fuel in it. So you're not restricting the, the, what you're taking in at Friday happy hour. You're just making sure that you are providing the appropriate fuel for your Saturday activity. Exactly. So again, going back to those thoughts, right? The way that you think about your nutrition, it's not one of like, I can't have that, or I have to earn this, or I have to burn this off. It's like, it's no, it's shifting the way you think about it so that you can support eating better, hydrating, fueling, all those good things. We're still not done with the foundation. It's so much more than the mileage. There's recovery. Recovery itself is part of the foundation. And it's a part that I know I avoided for oh so very long because I thought putting more mileage would simply be the answer. And if you just keep adding mileage without the recovery, your body doesn't have time to adapt and actually build the foundation. You're literally just chipping away at the foundation day after day. Mm -hmm. It's the easy days. It's the sleep, the recovery. It's connected to the nutrition of making sure you're putting the appropriate food in your body after a workout that you're able to actually build the muscle, build the strength and build your body back strong enough to then take another step forward in your training. Exactly. And then we also want to think about breathing. Okay. A lot of the reasons that runners can't run longer, have a hard time running longer is because they're not getting enough oxygen in. And there are some foundational ways that you can learn how to breathe better. Breathing, believe it or not, is actually a skill that you can learn. I had to learn this when I was um, a new runner as well. I would go out and I would run harder than I was supposed to. And I was also not breathing correctly. And so I would get out of breath and get winded you know, very quickly which made it very difficult to keep running. Right. And once I learned how to breathe better and actually put a rhythm in my breathing and actually take in more oxygen with each breath and strengthen my breathing muscles also, it made running feel so much better. Yeah. As soon as running starts feeling better, then you just want to keep doing it. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, keep, Keep on going. Uh, so running form. Okay. So to, in order to build, um, a strong running foundation, we also have to start thinking about your running form. Now this isn't, you know, completely overhauling your entire running form. Again, we're still in step number two, and these are just pieces of step number two, right? But everybody wants to to do all of these things all at the same time. And that's why we have it laid out for you guys in this step-by-step program. So there are certain things that you can start to do with your running form, just like posture, right? Standing up straighter, keeping your shoulders back so that you can take in more, uh, like a a bigger breath, right? Those are all very important things. 
There we go. There we go. Um, yeah, the overhauling your running form is not a step forward in your efficiency, but small form changes that will help you be able to breathe better and help your body be able to move smoother are definitely foundational pieces. And then you go from that and you move into knowing things like how to actually warm up and cool down before you go into a harder portion of your workout. If you're so used to just going out and running medium all the time and suddenly you get harder days put in there, you need to know what to do beforehand to make sure that your body's prepared Mm -hmm. to push itself harder. What do I do after I went through a really hard session to make sure my body can recover appropriately from this? These are all key foundational pieces to continue moving forward. Next up, running drills and strides. Okay, so these are very easy things that you can incorporate um, at the beginning, in the middle, at the end of your run, again, to help your body feel better, to help you start to build some high-end speed, to improve your running form and your efficiency of running again, to make you feel better. Okay. So these are all pieces of what it means to build that wrong, strong, that strong running foundation. Um, and again, we teach you all of those things in phase two, uh, which we like to call rebuild, right? Build a strong running foundation so that you can avoid injury, right? Cause so many people want to ju- jump right here to step three, yes. right? Everybody step wants three. to step on, start on step three. Step three is to elevate your performance, right? Um, so who here, wants to run faster and longer. Say, say yes in the chat. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I want to do both, right? Sign me up. And I think that's what most of us want to do. T- say faster, say longer, or say both in the chat. Who wants to run faster and longer? And then of course, without injury is just a given at this point, I think. Uh, yes. Longer, longer. Awesome. Faster, longer, longer than, than faster. faster. I love it. Perfect. So Don't worry. Okay. You don't have to wait till step three before you're actually starting to run faster and longer. You're going to start doing that in phase two because you're going to be getting stronger, right? In phase two, when you start to build that running foundation, your body starts to feel better. You're naturally going to be able to start running faster and longer. Okay. But now that you have that strong running foundation, you can start to elevate your performance, knowing that your body can handle it. Step three is just where we're able to focus more on those advanced strategies so that you can just essentially um, skyrocket your progress in less time. Right. What most people like to do is they try to jump right to step three and try and find a tip or a hack or like the most important workout they could ever do that they get the results next week. That workout. (laughs) Yeah. That one specific workout that that's going to somehow be the magic cure to everything. And what happens is without the foundation, maybe you get short-term rewards, but then you're back into injury or you're back into burnout and you have to keep finding the next magic workout to progress yourself. Mm-hmm. If you start with that foundation, you'll get steady improvement through the foundational level. And then once you've built the foundation and then you start adding extra uh, advanced techniques to it, then you can really take off with the foundation that says, oh, I can do these advanced techniques. I can start increasing and go way far, faster, way longer. And I'm actually going to still be able to progress and not just land up injured by next weekend. Exactly. So if we want to go back to our house analogy, after that strong foundation is in place, then you can actually start to build the house, right? You can start to put up the walls, the roofs, install the windows and the doors, right? It starts to look and feel like a house and you can live in it, right? That's where you want to be, right? You want to be able to run faster and run longer. And again, 
But, you know, once you get to stage three, we told you there were four steps, right? There's not just three, there's four. And so like any homeowner will tell you, the work is never finished, right? And that's kind of one of the cool things about running. There are always things you can do and ways to make it better. There's always things you can do to improve. And I think that's why we love to think of running as a journey, right? It's not like, okay, mastered by running, check, and then I'm done with that, right? I think all of you on this call want to be runners for the rest of your life, or you have like some really big goals that you want to at least be running for another 5, 10, 15 years. Um, let me know how long do you want to run? That'd be a fun one to to hear from you guys in the chat. How much longer do you want to run? That's a big number. Out there. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's true. It's true though, right? So step three, this is how you're going to elevate your performance. Again, remember, Please do not jump to step three until you have steps one and two, all right, especially step two, that running foundation. Step one, you know, when we talk about reprogramming your thoughts and and starting to think like a runner, you're going to learn those concepts, right? It's important to understand how your thoughts, but let's be honest, right? Your thoughts are with you every single day. So it's continuous work through all four of the stages. That's why it's you know, so important to learn that first so that when those things come up, when you're in stage two or stage three, you can, you know how to deal with it, right? Because your brain's always going to be with you. Oh, these are runners. I love looking at them. I want to run another 40 years and I want to run the rest of my life. Yeah. It's fantastic. Perfect. And that's why you guys are here. Cause that's what we want for ourselves. And that's what we want for you too. And we want to help you get there with all the things that we've learned. Okay. So let's talk about, um, how to elevate your performance. All right. This is the extra stuff. Sure. Strength is important. We covered strength in your foundation, Mm -hmm. but when you take it to the next level, this adds on all extra aspects of your strengthening, not just on the exact key muscles that you need to make sure that you don't get hurt by next weekend, but to really start elevating your performance, keying in on all the lower body strengthening and the upper body strengthening and your core, not just, Oh, I just want to focus right here in the middle because Mm -hmm. that's, that's the key. No, just because you're running does not mean you can ignore strength training on your legs just because you're running does not mean that your arms are not important because you know you use them as you run they are very critical to your running success right so in stage two in your running foundation that's when you start to learn some of the moves that are important for you as runners and what we always tell our you know all of the people on our training team is that quality is more important than quantity as a runner okay if you are lifting heavy weights and you're doing it with poor form Number one, you're setting yourself up for injury. Okay. And number two, you're not gaining the benefits. If you're not doing the movements correctly, you're not going to gain the benefits that you want to gain. So you have to learn that. That's where you, again, we're building your strength foundation. You're learning the movements. You're making sure that you can do them properly. You're making sure that you have good form with them. You're building up the strength, just using your body weight. And then in when we start to elevate, then we can start to talk about adding resistance, adding weights, progressively loading the body, right? And progressively building more strength and power. And there's going to be a couple of ways that we do that here. Okay. We, we talk um, about foot strength and control as well. Okay. When you start to elevate your performance, again, you have to make sure that your feet are strong. They're your first line of defense when you hit the ground. And it's important that you have um, good strength and control in your feet. 
plyometrics. This is connected to your strengthening. It's a little beyond your foundational level. Once you've really started establishing the fluid movement, you've got some basic functional movement patterns, then you can start upping it with the higher impact that comes from plyometrics without the potential danger and injury that comes from plyometrics before you've mastered the fundamental motions. Exactly. But plyometrics are huge for runners because plyometrics are basically known as jump training and running is essentially jumping from one leg to the other over and over and over again. So by utilizing plyometrics in a very um, calculated and progressive way, you can start to build power and strength that will carry over into your running. We're also elevating by adding more nutrition. Yes, your overall nutrition is key. If you are eating terrible throughout the day, it doesn't really matter exactly what you're eating in a 30-minute window before your workout. But once you've got your overall nutrition under control, then you're going to want to start adding some nuances. What do I do right before the run? What do I do if I'm going out on a really long run? How do I fuel during the run to make sure that I am appropriately fueling my running body? And then what do I do? afterwards to make sure that I'm reaping all of the benefits from that exercise. Exactly. Um, Figuring out the difference between active and passive recovery and knowing what you need, right? We talked about recovery. So in step two, when you're building that foundation, you start to learn about the importance of recovery. You start to learn about how much sleep you need. You start to learn about some of the basics. And then we can kind of again, move on and get into some more details, understanding there's a difference between passive and active recovery. How much of each do I need in order to get the results that I want? How can I listen to my body? What signals do I need to take from my body to know, you know, should I push or should I maybe take an extra recovery day or an extra rest day? I had a speed workout planned for today, but I'm really exhausted because my life is going crazy. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night what do I do? Right. Those kinds of things so that you can continue to elevate and not go backwards, not fall into that trap of doing too much, um, understanding more how to listen to your body and honor what your body needs. Yeah. And accept the thoughts that are in it and train with the appropriate purpose that says, I want the overall health benefits from this rather than I have to hit this workout because the calendar says so. So I'm just going to do the workout and burn myself right into the ground. Right. A step through, we also come up with run tests and all sorts of other measures of progress. So you can actually track your progress so that you can see exactly the progress that you're making and know when you're making the next leap, how to make the next leap. Mm -hmm. So you can really see exactly detailed your, your progress. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then at this point, then this is when you get to start incorporating different workout varieties for more fun and better results. Okay. Again, in the running foundation, you're going to be doing those kinds of things anyway, because it is important for you to incorporate different workout varieties. But when you get into elevate, then you can start playing around with all sorts of things. You can start, you know, putting speed workouts inside of a long run and doing different tempo workouts. And there's so many different ways that you can train. Um, And it gets really fun to start playing with those once you get to this level. Right. Once you're beyond the foundation where you understand all the different efforts that your body can run with and you're comfortable moving from a level two effort up to a five and then back down, then you can really play with them as you're out on the run and just have all sorts of fun as you go out there. This is also uh, a skill that we cover during your the, the level three of actually elevating yourself, going beyond simply an appropriate posture, checking in on your cadence and see if this is something that 
would actually be helpful to improving your running. Sometimes it's useful for other people. It's not for everybody, but mm-hmm. a lot of people could benefit from increasing their cadence. This is an extra technique that may be useful for, for you to exactly. help boost yourself. Right. So you can assess your cadence and then decide if you need to try to adjust it. Um, you can then start to look again, guys, these, you, you can see, right. How now that we're in step three, we're starting to kind of fine tune, right. How can I improve my arm swing to run more efficiently? Right. Some of those, we, we address some of those things in the basics, right. But then we go into more specific things. You can start to kind of tweak and fine tune things here. Um, and then different levels of goals, right? Goal setting, again, is a very important aspect when it comes to your running success because it's they're like the motivators. I, I don't want to call them the motivators because you guys all know you, now you don't need motivation, right? But they um, give you the direction in which you want to go, right? You set that goal. That's kind of the lighthouse out there. And then your goals are the things that will um, help you to get there. And then again, assess progress along the way, right? right. They're the guiding stepping stones that guide you towards stones. the lighthouse. There we go. Um, and then knowing what to do when you miss a goal, right? I think that that's really important because sometimes as runners, if we set a goal for ourselves and we don't achieve it, a lot of times it just completely knocks us down, right? And so understanding how to celebrate small wins along the way, how to, again, assess whether or not you're making progress or you need to shift things up a little bit, right? Running is a practice. You are constantly assessing and tweaking things to help make you better. What works best for you? Because what works best for you in your life, in your body might be different than what works for someone else in the same household. (laughs) Okay. That's quite true. Like the two of us are totally different runners. What works for Kevin does not work for me. He loves running most days per week, like at least six days per week. He's running. Um, I do not. I run usually four days per week and sometimes five days, depending on if I'm training for a race, if I'm in a training cycle, right? I like to focus more on strength training. He likes to do enough strength training so that he can run as much as he wants, right? So what works for both of us is very different and you need to find what works for you. Right. So when you miss a goal, you need to be able to realize and and assess what aspects of those training plans were working for you and what wasn't, what might maybe small tweaks, not, not the magic workout, but small tweaks of which workouts felt good, which ones were actually progressing you and which ones may have actually been a detriment to your training plan Mm -hmm. because it wasn't giving you that sense of like, yes, this is drawing me forward. This is continuing to, to help me run with the appropriate purpose and get to where I want. Right. And so that's what we teach you inside of uh, the training Academy in phase three. Um, And that will take us to step four. Okay. Strive for your full potential. So we want to ask you guys in the chat, if you had a magic wand and could wish for anything running related that you wanted, what would it be? I know this is a really big question. So you're not, you're, you're not limited to like, you know, one wish or three wishes, just anything, right? If we had a magic wand that would just grant you unlimited wishes, what is something that you would wish for? I think we asked this back on day one of, do you want to run longer, faster? Yeah. But there's a whole world of possibilities. And if you really started to think about what your running purpose is, then when you go back to, oh, I've got that magic wand again, there's lots of places that you could go to with the magic wish wand. Mm -hmm, Exactly. And if you think about this, what about the rest of your life? You know, what would your life look like? How would you feel? How would you be spending your time? Because the truth is, 
You can create anything that you want in your running and your life. You can unlock your full potential so that you can have time for your running and everything else that is important to you. You can design what you want it to look like and how you want it to feel and then take the steps to get here. So back to our house analogy, this is the decorating. This is making a house into a home. Okay. It's making it look and feel exactly like you want. It's making that vision into a reality. The sad part is most people won't ever realize their true potential because they skip the steps in between trying to get there, right? They skip trying to reprogram their thoughts. They skip building that running foundation. They just want to get to the end where they decorate and make a beautiful home, right? And again, you can't skip the steps. You can't run before you walk. You can't enjoy a warm, delicious chocolate chip cookie. I mean, Christmas baking is on tap for this weekend. I will tell you that, right? Without making the dough, putting it in the oven, allowing an adequate amount of time for the cookie to cook, which is like just a little under because it's always best when it comes out a little (laughs) soft and undercooked. I mean, are you, are you with me here? Right. But if you skip any of those steps, you won't get the end result. How many of you like your, your cookies just slightly underdone? I mean, that's totally me. I like really soft cookies underdone brownies, just slightly brownies underdone. slightly underdone for sure. Um, but you know, this is where Kevin and I, you know, this is one of the reasons that we do what we do because we hate, like it, it breaks my heart when I see people give up on running because they're hurting or they're just so frustrated that they just think it's not worth it anymore. Right. We are runners. We know the amazing physical and mental benefits that running can bring to our lives. And when runners just hang up their shoes because they can't figure out how to feel better, it just, again, it breaks our hearts. Like that's why we do what we do because we want to show people there's a different way because then what, right? If you stop running, then what happens? A lot of times it leads people into a less active lifestyle, which can lead to other physical problems, chronic diseases, chronic pain. And that's not the life that we want for anyone. But the good news is there's hope. You can create the results and the lifestyle that you want when you train with a purpose. And so it's important. So it, you know, when you are looking at this four-step process, we want everybody to get to step four, but we don't know what that timeline is going to look like, right? You might want to be at step four, but you're not quite done with step two. And it's important for you to honor that and be in step two, knowing that you are going to be to step four, right? You are going to get there. That's going to happen. You can start to make the vision, create the lifestyle so that you can get there, put in the work to build that foundation, and then take those steps to get where you want to go. Right. In your house analogy, you need the blueprint for your house. You can have the vision of the throw pillow that you're going to put on the perfect couch inside your living room. But if you're still laying down concrete foundation, that's not the time to start buying throw pillows and furniture. Mm -hmm. It's not the time to start acting in the actions of step four, if you're still really need to be focused on your running foundation, you can't start throwing extra things at it. It's just going to put you back in the injury cycle. And it, uh, I hate having people in the injury cycle. It drives me nuts. And it, it makes me feel sad. And just, I want to help them back and knowing that they need to just go back and build that foundation so that they can then start doing the part that brings such joy yeah. of let's hit, let's hit the speed workout. Right. Let's go for a longer run. Let's sign up for that race and crush a PR mm-hmm. knowing that they can do that 
if they just go back into a little bit more of the running foundation. Very often, that's all they need. Yeah. Uh, Michelle says, to start, I would like to get into an actual running routine where I'm running consistently. I often fall off the wagon and have to start up again. I'd love to just stay consistent. Michelle, that is a great goal. I want you to start thinking a little bit bigger. What would that consistency give to you, right? What would that consistency give to you? What feeling would you have? What goal? Assume you could get to that consistency, right? Then what? Now you're consistent. Then what? I want you to start thinking about that because when the goal is consistency, sometimes consistency is hard, right? Sometimes you need that bigger vision to, to strive for, right? So that you will develop the consistency as a means to an end or as a, you know, cause you know that you need that in order to achieve that bigger goal. Denise run without knee pain, run a marathon, definitely be more consistent. All awesome goals. Yeah, running a marathon without knee pain can very much sound like the magic wand goal, but it's true. It's possible. I very swear possible. to you, I swear to you, it's possible. Okay. Not only have we done it with, you know, for ourselves, both of us have struggled, not struggled, but experienced pain in the past, right? Oh yeah. We helped ourselves. We've helped hundreds of runners, you guys, to train in this way. We know this stuff works. We promise you that we're not just blowing smoke. All right. What is, what does um, step four look like? How do we strive for our full potential? Now we start to get into even more advanced strategies. Okay. Like carb loading, right? You don't need to worry about carb loading in step two, right? Will it help you? Like, I mean, if you are running, you need to have that strong foundation before you just start running marathons, right? Carb loading isn't really important until you get to that half marathon, marathon level anyway. Um, Even then it's, it's questionable how much this is like the, the final 1% improvement. You don't need to be working on the 1% tasks. If Mm -hmm. you've missed the 99% tasks. So many people are looking for that last, Oh, if I could do this, then I'll shave off a second off my PR. What if you do the foundation? You could shave off 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. What if you could shave off 20 minutes? Is it really worth it to try and key on that one thing that could drop another five seconds? Yeah. Um, you can also talk, um, like see how yoga can improve your running. I would love to put this earlier, but I know that yoga is not for everyone. For me, it's like part of step two. It's about, because I use yoga as a way to improve my mobility and my strength and my control over my body. So I think that yoga can be actually in step two, but some people might, you know, not see it as essential. And that's why we put it in step four, but that's one thing that you can, you can put in step two or, or three. Uh, and knowing why self-care is so important to your running performance, to your health, being able to actually create an overall self-care strategy, mind and body, not just taking care of that, that ache and pain, but all aspects of yourself. Mm-hmm. What does self-care truly mean? And how can you work out a schedule to actually implement this on a regular basis for you? Yep. It's understanding race strategies and which one works best for you. Okay. There are different ways that you can race. Like if your goal is to run a PR in a 5k, a 10k, half marathon, marathon, whatever race distance it is, there are different strategies that you can use. You know, you can try to run the entire race at the same exact pace. You can try to go out slow and get faster as you go. You can try to go out fast and, you know, just hold on for dear life. There are different strategies and depending on you, different things work for different people. There's what works for most people, right? Which we teach you. Um, but then there's what works for you as an individual. And also what's more fun to you. You know, that's a big part of it also is that there might be one way that might work the best, but maybe that way is not so fun for you. So you like running the other way. So you run that way. Right. And again, 
it depends on what you want out of that. You know, how important is that PR that do you want to, do you want to try a different strategy, you know, to do something a little differently, or do you want to just stick with what you've got and see what happens, right? Yeah, you, get, you can choose either way. Getting to the starting line healthy is super important before you start worrying about race strategies. Again, why we need to make sure that we've got the appropriate foundation before mm-hmm. we figure out exactly what that opening mile of your marathon should be. We'll get you to the starting line of the marathon and then we'll worry about how you should take it out. Mm-hmm. Um, step four, also being able to set up training cycles, not just, I have that race. So I'm going to train just for that race. And then I'll take a little break and then I'll train for my next race, but training cycles that build on each other so that you can strive for one huge peak performance and then use that one to step even farther where the cycles actually just continue to grow off of each other. Yeah. And each cycle has a purpose, right? So maybe this is a strength cycle. Maybe this is a speed cycle. Maybe it's a base building cycle. There's different purposes again, going back to training with a purpose, you set up training cycles. And like Kevin just said, that build on each other, and that's going to keep elevating, helping you keep to keep striving um, to realize that full potential. Which leads into knowing how to create your own training plan. Mm -hmm. How once you have a training plan sitting there and there's a workout on a Tuesday, that's your Tuesday speed session, but that's just not going to fit into your life this week. How do you modify the workout? Could you move the schedule? Can you modify your plan or do you need to move the workout and and adjust the, the workout itself or adjust the whole week? week. These are things that are definitely extra level, but will definitely help your running improvement and continue to progress you on your running journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at this point, right, then you can start working on more advanced mindset techniques and trainings. There's lots of other things that you can do. Um, Like we said, your mind goes with you through all the phases every single day of your life, right? But the more you start practicing it after you learn those concepts in step one, you just continue to practice them and strengthen them over and over and over again. And then you have all these new challenges that pop up, right? Like running a marathon that are going to challenge you in ways that running a half marathon didn't or running a 10 K never did. Right. Um, and then you can also learn these more advanced nutritional concept concepts like macronutrients. How do those play a part? Do you want to track them? You don't have to, okay. You don't have to do any of that stuff, but it's, it's right. But these are things, you know, smaller things that you can do, like Kevin said, to start getting those like 1% improvements once you're already improving. Um, And those are all the things that we will teach you how to do in phase four inside our training academy um, using our 4R training method. So now that you understand those four steps, um, we want to kind of go over some things that come up for a lot of people at this point in time, okay? Um, One of the things that we hear aren't running coaches and programs like like this just for more serious runners. And this is a very common misconception, but remember every successful athlete in any sport has had coaches every single step of their journey. Coaches are simply people to help guide you that answer your questions and support you along their journey, right? We're not just talking about us, any coach out there, any good coach, right? They've been working at their craft for a very long time, and they've worked with a lot of athletes. So they have invaluable experience that they can share with you that you can benefit from so that you don't have to make all of the mistakes and learn all the lessons the hard way, right? You can do it that way. You can do all of that on your own, but wouldn't it be a little bit more enjoyable? Wouldn't it be a little bit easier 
if you had someone to kind of guide you along the way. Yeah, the the idea that a coach has to only be for someone who's a super serious runner is an interesting one. Besides being running coaches and everything else we do, um, both of us picked up coaching our daughter in softball. It it was a group of eight-year-olds playing softball. They were not the most serious, committed athletes ever. Right. But that would have been a whole different season if there was not a coach trying to organize things. Right. But I think that a lot of times, you know, we as parents, as you know, we want to take care of other people. We're like, why would I need a running coach? Running is just something that I go out and do. And that's fine. You know, like, again, you can totally do that. But when you are looking to improve, when you are looking to start setting a goal, like consistency, like running a marathon, like completing an ultra marathon, maybe it's just, you know, running a faster 5k, whatever it is for you. Okay. Once you actually want to start improving your running, having someone there that can guide you and kind of point out like things that we fail to see ourselves. I have coaches. I have a running coach. I have a life coach. I have all different kinds of coaches and I've had many coaches throughout my life, but currently right now I have multiple coaches. All right. I have a business coach, right? There's lots of different people that I use to allow myself to grow that will point out things that I'm maybe not aware of, right? They, they look at me and they're like, do you realize that you're doing it this way? Cause we're blind to a lot of our own things. Okay. One other thing that often comes up is I'm so new to running that I don't think I'm really quite ready for something like this. And this is actually a fantastic place to be. So many people have been running for years and now they need to sort of unprogram things that they've been telling themselves for the last 10 to 15 years. And it's, it's sometimes a mental challenge to go back to the running foundation. If you're new to this, you don't have to unprogram anything. You can skip a lot of the mistakes that so many runners make and start things with a progression that won't keep having hiccups along the way with those nagging injuries and plateaus and things where you can actually just keep progressing forward. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Um, And then the other people, the one big thing that a lot of people like to tell me is that they feel overwhelmed. Like when they go through these trainings, they're like, whoa, this all seems like a lot. I don't even know where I would start. And that's why you need this program, right? It's all laid out for you. So you know the exact things to focus on each step of the way. We've taken out the guesswork so you can eliminate confusion and overwhelm and just follow the steps, right? So all of that is the reason for all of this. Okay, so let's do a little recap. Here we go. All right, so in these three days, you have learned all about Common roadblocks holding a lot of runners back from achieving their goals. There's plenty of them. The three essential ingredients you need to create the runner's lifestyle and train with purpose that will allow you to achieve your health and running goals. Mind, body, and skills, because running is a skill. You can train it. Um, You learned how your mind is the cornerstone of it all and how changing the way you think about yourself and your training is the key to running faster and longer. You've learned that building the strong body includes strength training and mobility and nutrition, as well as appropriate levels of recovery. You learn that running is a skill that can be improved with practice and focusing on those sub skills of effort-based training, learning to listen to your body, pacing, breathing, and running form. And you learned this four-phase method that will give you the exact steps that train all three areas, mind, body, and skills, in the most effective way to help you achieve your goals, to help you actually completely overhaul and transform your running, your health, your life. So the real question is, what are you going to do with it? Okay. We've shared with you now the importance of training with a purpose, and we've walked you through this over these past three days. 
and helped you to improve your running, right? So what are you going to do? Are you going to be the type of person that takes this information, practices it every day, and starts to see the unbelievable results that you can achieve in your running? Or are you going to kind of ignore it or say, oh, that was kind of interesting, but then go back to the old way that you were doing things and stay stuck in that cycle of injury, of inconsistency, of decreased motivation, of just feeling crappy about yourself for who knows how long. Right. That's a picture of me after completing an ultra marathon around my neighborhood. This is following the part where, uh, for those of you who've been with us for all this time, this was following the year of seizures where I was not sure if I was going to be able to run anymore and completely overhauling the way that I train. That's post half marathon. That's after running a marathon. That's an ultra marathon, 31 miles looping my neighborhood because you can take this and do whatever you want with it. Mm -hmm. However big that goal is, you are fully capable of achieving that goal if you get there in the right manner. Right. So are you going to be the type of person who is committed, right? That wants to elevate. So if you are committed to improving your running and your life, we want to invite you to become a member of the Real Life Runners Training Academy. Okay. That's the program that we've been talking about during these three days. It's a complete online step-by-step program that is your complete path to the results that you want. It's the complete recipe, right? To help you transform your running, to help you learn how to think, feel, and act like the runner that you want to be. Yeah. It helps you set up to be the person that actually runs their life. These are some people who are in the program. Yeah. Don't take our word for it. (laughs) Just look at these people. Okay. And one, one of the things I want you to notice about these people is that we've got all ages, all different levels of runners. Like you can make the plan have the plan that's right for you and the program adapt it to fit your lifestyle. So this is Lori. She's amazing. Um, and the, she didn't buy in for a while. I will tell you this. <laughs> it took Lori, it took Lori a couple months to like really start to buy into this. And she'll be the first one to tell you this, which is why I don't have a problem um, telling you this as well. Right. But I just kept asking her, when are you going to start believing, right? Because at the beginning, she was like, I just don't believe it. And I'm like, and that's why you're not getting the results. I said, what would it be like if you just started to believe that it was possible? And you can see there, um, I blew my eagle out of the window, all-time PR of 222 in her half marathon. And that's because she just kept going. It's because she decided to believe in herself. This is Joanna. Joanna wasn't even going out there for a PR, but the joy that it came to start the year by running a half marathon under her goal time, her goal was to break 12 minute pace. She nailed 1156 and it just brought so much joy. She was thrilled with the results because she was running with the appropriate purpose, not just chasing a PR because that wasn't her purpose at that time. She could go out and chase PRs, but for that race, what was bringing about the greatest joy for a happy new year was taking control and being able to knock out a half marathon under 12 minute pace. And she was overjoyed with it. And you guys can see, if you read that, I got to zoom call my daughter in the hospital. So clearly there were other things going on in her life. Like to have a daughter in the hospital is a very stressful thing, right? Regardless of what the reason for it, that is. So you can still get these results and be thrilled, even if you've got other crazy things going on in your life. Um, and here's Anna. I love this photo. This is, I think, my all-time favorite running photo of um, 
me, us, any of our clients, because she's literally flying. Just look at her feet. She's like flying with her hands up in the air. And when, you know, when I first envisioned this company and our coaching and wanting to help runners, this is literally the photo that I had in my head. Um, I didn't know it was going to be Anna, of course, but it is a runner crossing a finish line with their hands up in the air and a huge smile on their face because that's what it's about, right? This is what all of it's about. It's not just about the running. Yes, the running is important, of course, but it's about the experience. It's becoming that stronger version of ourselves that that does something that we previously thought was impossible. Um, yeah. That's like our whole theme this month. I know if you're, if you're the kind of runner who's ever wanted to have that shot where you're crossing the finish line in elation, that's the end of a marathon. Yeah. That is her first marathon. Yes. Her first marathon ever. And then with another one already scheduled, that's the joy. That's the, it's not crawling across the line. It's not struggling across the line. She's flying across the line. Yeah. If that's the runner you want to be this is the program that we've got for you. This is the program for you. So the training Academy guys, it's the only complete step-by-step system for you to create and train with that purpose, create that lifestyle, train with a purpose that works for you so that you can run faster and longer and live the healthy lifestyle that you desire. And in a few short days, we will be opening the doors for this. Okay. And then you can see all of the details and see if this program is right for you. We wanted to give you time. We didn't want to put any pressure on you right now. Like, Oh, we want you to, you know, sign up right now. We wanted to give you time. Okay. Finish up some of the loose ends from this week. Maybe you haven't um, had a chance to watch all the videos. If maybe you missed us live, you haven't had a chance yet to go back um, and catch the replays. They're all there. This one's going to be uploaded as soon as we're done here. But we wanted you to do that. So we're actually not going to be opening the doors until Monday. Okay. This program, it's the culmination of the last 10 years of our experience, expertise, and coaching. You don't have to do things the hard way, right? We created this program to give you the shortcut to create the healthy lifestyle and the results that you want in your life. Right. You don't have to struggle figuring all this out. Running is kind of a challenge in and of itself. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows in your running journey, but by using this method, you can get rid of some of the confusion, some of the overwhelm so that the challenges that come up are the actual running challenges that come up. And then you can stop doubting yourself. You can go ahead and start just enjoying the running journey, get on board and enjoy the ride and have fun with the whole thing. Yeah. Because that's what it's all about. You guys, I think, I think you guys get that this week, right? It's not just about that time on the clock. Yeah. We want to help you achieve that too, but we want you to have so much fun and love the process of getting that, that that's just kind of like the icing on the cake, right? The journey is the delicious cupcake underneath it. Um, so real quick summary of our four R training method. Okay. We've got phase one reprogram. That's where we teach you how to think like a runner phase two rebuild. That's that strong running foundation that we want to help you build. Phase three is rise where you elevate your performance with next level um, methodologies and strategies. And then phase four is reach where we help you to strive for your full potential, both in your running and your life. Um, Here's a little bit of what's included. Okay. We kind of went over that already. So that's just a little summary for you. Um, so the training Academy is your complete guide. All right. You get video and audio lessons. There's video lessons 
plus there's special bonuses. Okay. And this, I want to hang out with us just for a couple more minutes here, guys. I want to make sure that we run through these so that you guys understand everything that you get. So you get lifetime access to the Real Life Runners um, Strength Academy as well. So we have the training academy, which is that four-phase program. We also have a strength program that gives you the exact strength exercises that you need to do. It's a video. It's literally hit play and you get to hang out with me and follow the exercises, right? You just hit play. There's multiple circuits for core strengthening, for overall strengthening so that you know, and they're designed in a progressive manner so that they get harder as you get stronger, right? So that they can continue to challenge you. Um, Plus, here's the best part. You get a three-month membership into our Real Life Runners training team, which includes... So many fun things. Oh, so many. Starting with a complete training plan made just for you. A three-month training plan designed for you. It's got the strength training put in on the appropriate days. It's got your running put in. It's got rest days put in there so that you have the calendar laid Mm -hmm. out for you. Right. So the training academy will explain the whole method. You will understand what you need to do. And then this will help you to put it into practice on a daily basis. Okay. You get running workouts, strength workouts, and mobility workouts. You also have live weekly coaching calls with us. Okay. We have um, multiple calls every week so that we are there. That is part of the beauty of coaching. You need somebody to guide you, right? Things are going to pop up during your training. Things are going to pop up in different phases of your training, right? And you come and you just talk to a coach, get your questions answered, and you're good to go. You also, inside of that training plan, you get daily reminder emails about what that workout is going to be for that day, what the workout is going to be for the next day so that you can plan things out so that when life throws a wrench at you, you can actually dodge it Yep. and you know where to put the running workout in. Exactly. Um, You get me. I'm a physical therapist, right? And I'm one of your coaches. So you can see here, a lot of times people are like, you know, after my run, I had this little thing and I can let you know, like, is that something that you really need to worry about? Or is that just kind of a normal thing that comes along with it that you can do a little foam rolling, or you can do a little massage or whatever, which again, all videos inside the Academy, we have videos where I show you how to foam roll so that you're doing it effectively and not wasting your time doing ineffective things. I show you how to use your hands and do self massage techniques, the techniques that I do on my clients, right? My clients that I see, um, I show you how to do that yourself. And so that you can take these little tiny aches and pains that kind of pop up along the way as you're getting stronger, right? And the the goal is that you get stronger and a lot of those things will just kind of disappear and take care of themselves. But as they pop up along the way, as you're getting stronger, you know exactly what you need to do to take care of them. Having the physical therapist guide you in how to take care of them is a whole heck of a lot nicer than a coach saying you should probably stretch that area. (laughs) Right. Um, Inside the team, there's also team discounts, um, exclusive things that we've worked out with different partners, um, monthly focus topics to go deeper on certain things. There's monthly challenges. Um, This month, we've got an awesome monthly challenge going on to help people, again, start to reprogram their thinking about themselves, their beliefs about um, their health, all these good things. The belief challenge is a good one. You get some pictures of the plank challenge back when we had that yeah. one going. We have plank challenges. We have other all, all sorts all sorts of fun challenges. Um, last month, we had a gratitude challenge. So our challenges are mind, body, and skills. Because again, it's important for us to learn the information through the academy, but then we also need to put this into practice on a daily and weekly basis to really embed it in our lives. Which brings us to this point, which is who do you choose that you're going to be? This is your time. Are you going to be the runner that continues to struggle, that continues to feel frustrated with injury and lack of progress? 
Or do you want to be the runner that is ready to step into the complete new way of thinking and training? The one that's going to put this into practice, the one that's going to take what you've, you've learned in these last three days and actually apply it, not say, oh yeah, that's all sounds good. And mm-hmm. then go backwards. Yep. If that's you, we're so excited to help you gain the clarity and the confidence that you need to make this change for good in your life, a change that will completely help you to improve the rest of your life as well. Not only are you going to be improving your running, you're going to be improving the rest of your life. Just like you guys said on day one, I am a real life runner. Okay. Now it's your time to step into that. It's one thing to type it. It's another thing to actually live it and put it into practice. And that's what we would be so honored to help you do. Okay. So like I said, our doors are not opening until Monday. Go ahead and, and uh, check out this link, R-L-R-T-A, that stands for Real Life Runners Training Academy.com. You can sign up for our early bird list, okay, so that you can be the first person notified when the doors are open for enrollment. Um, by getting on this list, there's also some special bonuses and special offers that we have. So if you have any interest, it doesn't lock you into anything, but if this sounds no, like no, something- This is not a trap. No. <laughs> It doesn't lock you in. You don't have to put in a credit card or anything like that, right? We are definitely not those kind of people. We're not doing anything shady here. Um, But this is just saying, I'm interested. I want to learn more. I want to like see if this program can help me. Go get on that wait list, okay? And then we have one final question for you. Are you ready to run your life? Thank you guys so much for joining us in this live training. Let us know in the chat. Are you ready to run your life? Whether or not we're not talking about whether or not you're going to sign up for the program. Are you ready to run your life? Are you ready to take the concepts that we have taught you over these three days and start to apply them and actually get results in your life? Give me a yes if you are ready. All right. Thank you guys. It's been so much fun hanging out with you and seeing like all the amazing results that so many of you have already started to achieve. I love chatting with you guys like on Instagram, on Facebook, you know, here inside of Zoom. It's super, super excited. Yes. I've got some yeses. I am ready. I love it because you guys, it is totally possible. We promise you that. Um, You just got to do the right things in the right order. It's really that simple. Um, there is a little bit of a, there is a method. I don't want to say cookie cutter because it's not cookie cutter. It is individualized. It's definitely individualized, but, but there is, there's a method there's that a makes method. a whole heck of a lot more sense and will help you actually successfully and sustainably get to whatever crazy goals you can come up with. Does anybody have any questions that we can answer now before we wrap up and let you guys go on your way? Um, keep an eye out for your email, head over to rlrta.com to sign up for that wait list so that you can be, get all the information that you need so that you can make the decision that's right for you. You know, ultimately that's what we want. We want to offer the method so that you can make that decision on what is right for you. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And we will talk to you soon. See you later. Run your life.